0: Welcome, everyone. We are here for our first call for the month of June for the Ignite Your Profits Mastermind Group. Hope everyone's having a great Monday. As we head into June, it is time to really take a look at what's been going on so far this year. And I know I've got some reports. I've got ganillas here I need to get you a, a reply back to from last week. So make sure you're getting those reports in so I can see what's going on. But take a look. What's going on? Where are your leads coming from? Are you not getting enough leads? Are you not getting enough quality leads? Maybe you need to be somewhere else online or marketing, paying for some advertising, something. Take a look at what's going on, look at your goals for the rest of the year, and decide how you're gonna make them happen. Don't just keep doing the same old thing. It's a good time to take a look at what's going on. Uh, Some other things going on, if you read my newsletter last week, ADA compliant websites, lots of links in there. I spent most of last week learning how to make my videos ADA compliant. It is very time-consuming, very time-consuming. So, uh, you know, my interpretation of the ADA compliant is it may not impact legally most of us, but on the other side of the coin, I want you to think about what audience could you be losing, what potential clients, by not offering an ADA compliant website, and having some ADA compliant videos. Something to think about. I've been working um, the other night with one of my clients one-on-one, and she loved the idea of being able to offer ADA compliant videos because then it, she's gonna reach a new audience that probably her competition isn't even reaching. So look at it that way. It's kind of forcing you to learn a new something, new skill set, and it's giving you the opportunity to reach an audience that you probably had not considered. Because remember, not, with technology, people who have a visual impairment can still see your website they've got a reader that's reading the text to them so they can hear what most people would be reading. Other people who may not be able to hear your videos, if they're ADA compliant, can read the text. So things to take a look at. So if you missed that blog post, jump on over to the blog or the newsletter and start Thinking about being ADA compliant. righty. anything else going on before we jump in for our topic? We have completed reading that book, which I don't even see on my messy desk right now, on Knowing Your Value. Maybe I gave it away. Nope, Knowing Your Value, there it is. We finished that. So we're going to take a break and work on some other things. I'd love to hear what's on your reading list. Have you started anything new or are you just still catching up? And everybody's being quiet. I know we've got Melissa on the phone, Judy's at her computer. I'm not sure if she's also on the phone, and somebody else is on the phone. So. I'm on the phone as well. Thanks. All righty. Are you reading anything? Did you finish the book? I finished the book. I am not reading anything right now. I am between Catch Up and Get Ahead, if that makes sense, so I can get out of here on the morning of the 8th. Nope. That makes perfect sense. But do you have a book to go with you in your bag? Well, I need to take one, and I don't know which one it should be. Any suggestions out there? What's your choices? Do you already have something, or do you need to come raid my library over here, business books? i will probably need to raid something. I have books, but they're not um, business inspiring. So I need to keep keep focused with something businessy. I think. Come on over anytime. Thank you. And today or tomorrow, because <laughs> you're leaving on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Or if Savannah and I are out, we may try to. Swing by and pop something in your mailbox tomorrow. Let me check my schedule. Tomorrow we could probably pop something in your mailbox. Okay. That would be lovely. You're so great. You're welcome. But you're going to have homework to take with you, too, because we are going to be working on the next couple, probably take us a couple months to get through this. It's a program. It's one of my very first programs, and I love it. It's got 10, I guess we'll call them modules. And today we're gonna start talking about the first three and that'll be your homework. But I want you to focus on are you playing to win or are you playing to lose? And we are playing on the language of coaching that everything should be fun. You know, I've always said you should jump out of bed in the morning and love what you do, ready to get your day started. And if you're not, what's holding you back? So today we're going to be looking at de- developing your playability, your winnability, and your masterability. And developing your playability is really shifting your language from work to play because it's so much more fun to say, honey, I'm headed out to play, instead of, honey, I'm headed off to work. Think back to when you were in school and you got to go to recess and how much fun that was. You loved going out for recess, we all did. So just changing the language on learning new things, Developing the mastery—it's a mindset shift. We all should be doing as entrepreneurs what we love. So there shouldn't be the drudgery of work. It should be fun. It should be play. So there's no sitting on the sidelines. You're not. You should not. If you're already the one sitting, if you feel like you're sitting on the bench all the time or you're always being benched, you're going to be able to work on the skills you need to get up off the bench and play a winning game. So I just, a few minutes before I went downstairs to get Savannah her cheese, sent everyone a handout, which you can, you'll be doing later because it is, Again, requires a lot of work on your part, a lot of thinking. But as we start this, and then some of the other things we'll be working on are developing your enjoyability, your feedback ability, your learn ability, recognizing your limits and being willing to learn new skills to win. Your game plan ability will be toward the end, developing really a game plan and a backup game plan so that you're in control and can utilize your strength we're going to develop your perfectibility shifting your awareness expecting nothing less of yourself than perfection and being a better player and we'll develop your world power ability and striving to live in a winnable environment striving for success and then developing your coachability and again that's kind of when you work with me, are you able to be coachable? And recognizing at times when you're not being coachable or allowing yourself to be coachable or to be coached. I run into that. Usually I've had, I can say, probably two clients that were absolutely not coachable. They I don't even know why they hired me. And I've had several that had to really work on the coachability part. So that they could win the game, their game, so as we start getting into this today, think about something you'd like to work on. <laughs> Judy said she just printed it; she won't need a book. I'll have homework to do all away. <laughs> yes, that's a good thing, but you'll still want a book um think about. One, two, no more than three things you'd like to work on. And I think the summer is a good time. You've got kind of like a 90 day window. It doesn't let you drag things out. So don't overwhelm yourself. Maybe it's one thing you want to work on is the ADA compliant videos or perfecting your newsletter. Totally up to you. Very situational. Very situational. But when we look at developing your playability, again, life's meant to be enjoyed. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be boring or full of headaches. And as we go through this, we'll be looking at and you'll be looking at and examining where did you get your image of what work is supposed to be like. Some people think that work is, you're supposed to be miserable because that's what work is. Maybe you you heard parents or grandparents, you know, they were miserable with their jobs and they just kind of set the tone. Or you worked with people who were, you thought it was a great place to work, but they were just the negative Nellies. And that's why again that term work has such a negative connotation at times. So if you change it to, I'm getting up today and I'm gonna go play. It just sounds so much better happier, fun, and so when you think about play, part of your homework will be to take time and reflect on the word play, and what does that mean to you? Now, you know, if you went to school with a bunch of people in, um, you know, you got picked on on the playground, or there was a mean person who hugged the swings or the tether ball, Play may have a little bit of a scariness or an unhappiness. Melissa says, negative Nellies are no fun. I agree. They're not. They can be very depressing. Very depressing. But as a business owner, you are in control of how you see your day, how you go off to play. You get to set that tempo for your workers, for your employees, for your customers, or your clients. Do they enjoy coming to you to play? Or are they scared? Or are they on edge? You know, think of a dentist's office. How many people are like, Yay, I get a get up today and skip off to the dentist's office. Not many, but it is truly a mindset shift. You can either go in there dreading it and being horribly you know, negative about going to the dentist or suck it up and make it the best encounter you can. And when you're little, if you had a dentist like mine, when we got done with our teeth cleaning, he would present us with this big box of rings and you got to pick a ring and that was like the most fun part you know you love to go to the dentist because you knew you were going to get a new piece of jewelry and you know when you're like five or eight a dime store ring is like a big deal so it was fun the dentist made it fun uh melissa said she got to pick a ring out at the dentist too loved them and, you know, doctors give lollipops. The bank sometimes gives, um, you know, go through the drive through at the bank. They even give dog treats um, to Savannah at Navy Fed. So they're trying to make it fun for people. You used to get those little safety lollipops when you were little. But having fun doesn't end when you become a grown-up. And somewhere along the line think it it did become not so much fun anymore. So, again, you're going to spend the summer or this next couple weeks working on defining in your words what is play. What does play envision? And just really, again, take time to think and what visual are you getting when you hear play. If I said, hey, Judy and Melissa, let's, let's go play, that sounds so much more fun than Judy and Melissa, let's settle down and get to work. It just has a different tone. And then I want you to think about, again, you're you're picking one, two, maybe three, not more than three games that you want to win at this summer that you want to perfect, that you want to master your winnability. So describe how you would like to play your game to win. Now, as a business owner, for me, and when I went through this back in, it's in my original binder with my original coach, David Buck, and I wanted to not work on Friday. I wanted Wednesday afternoons to be at the beach because my daughter was still local and we would go to the beach. I wanted flexibility. To me, that's winning my game. It's having flexibility and still doing what I love. So take some time and think about how you would like to play your game to win. And that might require you to find a new fishing pond. might require a new fishing pond. And then if you're not currently playing your game to win, take some time and think about why not. What has happened, like I had a client the other day, Tuesday afternoon, or Tuesday afternoon, Friday afternoon at two o'clock, I was not happy about it, but it was the only time we could make the schedule work, that we could have our first session, because he's a one-on-one client. He travels during the week, and he asked me something about how late do I work on Fridays, and I said, I don't work on Fridays typically. But I do make an exception, same way with Sundays. I don't like to work on Sundays, but I have one client once a month. I will meet with him on a Sunday if need be. So think about, again, if you're not playing by your rules, if you're not winning your game by your rules, why not? What's what's happening? What's going on? What's blocking you from doing that? And, again, these aren't real quick off the top you'll need to do some thinking. But again, it's all about shifting your verbiage, which shifts your attitude, the visual image, words are very powerful. Think about why you're playing the game that you chose. Why are you playing your game? Are you playing it because you want to, somebody else wants to, and then there's other questions you can continue on through the handout. Are you having fun? Do you want to continue to play your game? Maybe you don't. You want to make a huge shift, and that's fine too. And then the next part is developing your winability. This is going to take you through ten environments. It's very similar, yet not, to the circle of influence. You've got 10 environments. You've got you, you've got your mimatic, your beliefs, your attitudes, thoughts, dreams, knowledge, cultural norms, framework, things that make up you. You've got your body, your physical body, physical health, energy level, liveliness and feelings, and I will tell you, I look back at where I was in 2006 weight-wise, and I was a lot slimmer. When I started meeting people in 2008, 2009, and I look at them today, this is going to sound cold and mean, but we've all gotten fat. We have let our physical body and our health get out of shape because we've been so focused on building our business. So you'll be taking some time to think about that. And I want you to also think of this when you when we look at the body. Our body is, and this kind of goes into the spiritual side too, your connection with your higher power, love, purpose, your values. Your body is really given to you by your higher power, God, to use to help deliver your unique talents and gifts to others. So if you don't respect your body, then you're really, in my opinion, disrespecting God, and you're also doing a disservice to your clients and customers, employees, because your energy level, your liveliness, your um, agility, being able to move and do things is being impaired if you've allowed yourself to get out of shape. So I know that probably sounds a bit harsh, but respect yourself, respect your container, your body, and remember it was given to you to use to deliver your unique talents to bless others. And gotta get that back if it's off. And maybe that becomes one of your games is, is your health. Mental and physical health. And then another environment is yourself, your personalities, your talents, your strengths, your emotions. Spiritual, kind of went over that one already. Relationships. You've got your family, friends, peers, support personnel, your network. That's comprised of your community, customers, strategic partners, your web presence, anything that you're affiliated with, alumni groups, military associations, all of that. You have your financial environment, your money, your investments, budgeting, insurance. When you look at that, it's... um. Judy says, no, not harsh. I recently had to face this reality. Me too. That's why I saw Ganella out walking this morning when I was doing my five-mile run or attempting to call it a run. Some people probably say I was still just slugging along, but at least I was out there. But look at your financials for your business. We've talked about this before. Make sure you've got enough insurance to cover you in case of a something. Make sure you've got, you know, I know Melissa has started her um, retirement plan. If you don't have your own personal retirement plan, again, I encourage you, if you don't have a your own personal savings, I don't care if it's $5 a week or $5 a month, start with something so you are taking care of yourself financially in case of something. You know, we're into June. It's a good time to, again, go over your budget. I think we've talked about this a little bit before, earlier in the year, but focus on the net. Get rid of the crap that doesn't have a good ROI. Um, I will be switching my newsletter during this month, ready for July, because Somebody approached me with something that's a lot cheaper. With sounds like better bells and whistles than what I'm using, and I'll share that with you, too. Um, But your financial environment that can be a source of stress. It can hold you back if you don't have money to market and for marketing, marketing materials, website updates, all of those things. Physical, your home, your office, your furnishings, equipment, gadgets, art, music, things that make you feel good. Your physical environment shouldn't be a source of stress. It shouldn't make you feel blah. It should make you energized. You should love to walk into your office. You should love to walk into your home. In nature, the outdoors, the beauty, the seasons, the cycle of life, that's another environment, you know? And with that, we've got tropical storms, hurricanes, things you need to kind of almost blend over into the financial, physical, other environments because you need to be prepared for those. Cycle of life, we're all at that stage where you know, we're starting to probably become the, a little bit the sandwich generation You know, Vanilla lost her mother last year, a year before. And those are things you've got to um, be ready to face. And again, having a backup plan kind of goes back up into some of the other areas of um, spiritual, network, finances, physical, are you going to be the person, the caregiver? Do you have the money? Do you have your business set up so you can go off and do what you need to do? So nature, and and think about too, what role does nature have in your game and how you feel? So for that second one, the develop your winability. You're gonna be looking at these environments. You're gonna use another sheet of paper and really write through them. And does your current environment support the changes you're ready to make to play your game? I see this often the answer is no for clients. They'll have somebody who really is not supporting, who is sabotaging? And that's where that circle of influence really narrows down the role people have. But does your current environment support the changes you're ready to make to play your game? And sometimes the sabotage is very um, covert. It's like they're invi- your friends or family are inviting you out to dinner or do other things when you should be home playing your game. They want you to play their game And it's easy to get sucked into playing somebody else's game and not your own because it's much more fun to focus on them and not what you need to do. And you have to think, are you willing to change your current environment so you can win? And I've got some questions that you can list, you know, think through what items in your current environment are instigating habits that no longer serve you. Well, if you're trying to get back on to health and you know you eat dessert after lunch, after dinner, and you have afternoon cookie time and morning cookie time, well that habit might not be serving you any well very longer and you need to eliminate some of those cookie times or dessert times or not have those. Melissa says paleo. So you have to, um, you know, and I have a huge sweet tooth. And I have to slap my hand and, you know, I look at that and I have people who love to bring me sweets because they know I have a sweet tooth. They love to, if they're cooking me dinner, have sweets. And I've had to say... um, I can't eat all that, or I don't want to eat that anymore, or let's only do this once once on the weekend. I don't need chocolate cake every night. I would love to, but it doesn't serve me well. Trying to get back in shape. (laughs) Melissa says, I still do two dark chocolate doves. Antioxidants, but it's all about the promise. (laughs) Those things are yum. And, again, look at what obstacles are interfering with your game. Um, You know, I have some friends. I still consider them friends, but they really, like, don't leave me feeling inspired or motivated. So I know I just can't really – I can only do short doses of being around them. They're wonderful people, but they're they're either the one-uppers or they just have a way of – oh, I already did that, or oh, you're doing it wrong, or you should be doing this. And it's like, oh, you're a great friend as long as we don't talk about these topics. So think about what changes you're going to need to make in your environment so that you can get off the bench and get onto the field and and begin playing a winning game. And something else to think about, if I had to walk into your, if I just walked into your world would I know what game you're playing to win? Would I know what game you are playing to win? And is your environment creating opportunities for you to play your best game? Sometimes your environment doesn't. It's almost like you're forcing a square peg in around the hole. And again, I'm like, don't, don't do that if you've been trying it, you've been beating on it for a couple of years, again, it may be time to shake things up and make a change. As we continue on with this section, you're going to be listing some obstacles that are keeping you <clears throat> excuse me from playing your best game, and that can be again, people, places, things. You may have i love my one client to death, and she has a Mac, but she doesn't know how to use it. And we have realized, and we've had the conversation several times, that her Mac is a source of her not moving forward in her business, because she doesn't, she can't even figure out the other day, neither one of us could figure out where the webcam was. We couldn't find how to make it engage tried using Screencast-O-Matic. It wasn't compatible with Mac. She's tried some other resources. She's like, I just got to give up and buy a regular old computer that I can work. And I said, yeah, I think so. I'm not one for wasting money, but that thing, that that Mac, is holding up her progress. I had a printer a couple years ago that just kept acting up but it was like it was limping along. And, you know, it, again, if you can't print double-sided because it keeps eating the paper or whatnot, there's a point you gotta say, uh-uh. Or, you know, another example, my printer, if it's too hot, if I don't wanna turn on the air, it gets kind of almost damp and then the paper jams up and it's like, okay, I've got to admit defeat and make my environment more conducive for my printer to work properly. So again, you're gonna be thinking of obstacles and it could be people, the wrong people, wrong employees, places, things. You know, if you're trying to work and you've got the, the desk or the table with a wobbly leg that throws off, even keyboards sometimes, you know, does your keyboard, does your surroundings, are they are they obstacles or do they are they helping you? So have fun really with this section and then you're gonna make list ten environmental shifts that you can do to remove the obstacle or create inspiration so that you can win your game. Maybe it's hosting a day where you just clean your office and purge paper and things. I know I'm I'm that way. I can't work around clutter. And about once a month, I've got to spend a, a day refiling things and cleaning off my desk. Like right now, again, I've got I'm surrounded by textbooks and other books and. Junk mail, and I try to get good at not keeping junk mail, that it goes right in the trash, but you know, sometimes there's something that magazines and catalogs that stack up, and after a while it's like, got to get this off. It's just clutter. It's ruining my environment. So that's going to be the um, working on your winability And the last section for your homework, so to speak, is working on your masterability, your masterability. What few things or, you know, what do you need to to do better to win your game? What skills do you need? And that's going to, again, be a good assessment. Maybe it's time to take a class at the community college. Maybe it's time to work one-on-one with me on something, but have an honest, Conversation with yourself. And then what skills do you currently possess that are helping you win your game? Because that's also important to recognize you do have expertise. You do have skills. And then what skills do you need to learn or master in order to win? Now. You may think that's similar to the very first one. What skills do you need to win? Well, ADA compliant website. Do you need that? Or can you outsource it? You could probably outsource some of that. So you don't need to actually know that. But what skills do you need to learn or master in order to win? Well, you may need to learn how to properly prepare your videos for ADA compliance. Now, you might not need to do all of it, but you need to have a firm understanding of what it entails so you can decide if you're going to try to do this yourself or send it out to somebody else. And then what educational level is needed to win your game? You know, that may not apply to most But, you know, Paula's wedding officiant. Does she need to go back and get another degree or a certification? Um, I see some of my Facebook friends, Robin Hardy's the one I'm thinking of right now. She's always taking a new training, Facebook ads or something that brings value back to her business and the services she delivers. What trainings would you like or do you think you need <coughs> excuse me, to boost your educational level? So don't think of educational level just as, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> uh, you know, master's degree, bachelor's degree, that type of thing. <coughs> Could just be new certifications. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm doing all the talking and I actually don't have any water or anything here. And do you have the necessary money to pursue mastery? You may need to put something off for a little bit while you prepare your budget, and that's okay. But it's that first step of knowing, you know, okay, I wanna take a course in, you know, Judy last year um, took my summer social media course. That required money, because she worked with me in a group program. So kind of look at that, and again, don't get hung up on, oh, I I can't do, you know, I don't know, whatever. There's a will, there's a way. You know, PayPal offers, if if you're paying for something through PayPal the six months, do it, pay it later when you've made the money back. And again, one of the questions on here, are you willing to take out a loan or curb your spending to pursue mastery? That's the one... I find most people are not willing to curb their spending to pursue mastery. They don't want to eat ramen. They don't want to give up that pair of shoes or that vacation to pursue mastery. And I find that kind of like a shame. And Judy says, the courses you teach enabled me to discuss in depth with potential clients. So she made money back. She made her money back. And I know one of my clients, his business, that he, the company he works for, paid for the social media training because it was benefiting them. They saw the ROI. And do you have the time necessary to pursue mastery? Are you willing to get up? You know, I'm going to go back to the weight loss one. I do work with a coach. Am I willing to curb some spending to pay my, my running coach? Yes, I am. Do I have the necessary time to pursue mastery? Um, No, but I'm willing to make time. I'm willing to get up early. And Judy says, I was heads and tails above many in that field. Yes, you were, because you learned some really good stuff. And that's what helps set your value different than your peers is when and and again i kind of go back to robin because i see her taking courses and i'm like wow she's got the know-how behind what she's working with her clients on and i know judy's a whiz at excel spreadsheets and different things too so those things bring value but every time microsoft makes some changes sometimes you do have to go to the community college and take a course to stay up to date on the latest different things, um, that type of thing. And our, I guess the next one here, I, I kind of got ahead of myself. Are you willing to make time and forego sleep to pursue mastery? Yes. And I'm going back to my example because um, this morning I didn't get to bed till probably eleven something or midnight. But I knew I wanted to get my five miles in. I had a 10 o'clock call. I had this call. So I knew I had to be out at the running trail by 6.30 or 7 a.m. plus before it got too hot. Did I want to get up? No. But I made myself get up so I can continue to pursue that mastery of getting back in shape. Judy says, I had to start early in the day to just to make time for my health And... That is very true. That is true, you have to, but you know, kind of goes back to that saying anything worth having is worth, you know, kind of inconveniencing yourself or doing right, so for exercise, you know, it's important, You, I made it a point back in January that I was not going, you know, and that's why I stopped um, <laughs> Melissa says, don't hit the snooze. Count to five and be up and out of the bed by five. I like that. See, I don't set an alarm. I just tell myself I have to be up at a certain time. And I have always woke up before that time I needed to be up. I just, I don't know how I do it. It's a subconscious thing, I think. But, you know, in January it was like, nope. I'm not doing my blab. I'm going to get up and spend more time on me. I'm making time to run. And, yeah, that does eat into my mornings because I like to write in the morning. But if I don't do it first thing in the morning, it's not going to happen. And now with, you know, the weather, if I wait too long, if I write first, I've gotten to where I don't even check social media in the morning either until after my run. So... Melissa says, health is wealth, exactly. And you know, statistics have proven that for people in the workplace, if you're within your height and weight standards, you earn more money than someone who is not. And I think that carries over as entrepreneurs too. People, you know, they judge, they have a perception but they want to see quality. They want to see somebody's got their act together, and that's the initial what they see when they look at the outer package. Are you a hot mess, or do you take care of yourself? And so, health is very important. And if it's not on your high priority, I would love for you to make that one of your games you're going to pursue mastery on over the next month or two. I know we're going to take at least two sessions, two months to get through these 10, maybe into August. We'll see. And then spend some time and really think about what your life's going to look like when you pursue mastery. How great is it going to be? How easy is it going to be? And that's a visualization. And when you're having your scared moment, your weak moment, your fed up moment, remember why you're doing what you're doing. And that's what life will look like when you pursue mastery. That's the end goal, is to have your business on your terms, living life on your terms. I would say, we kind of go back to the health, I have a friend, Patty, who I know she is Probably in her, if she's not 70, she's close to 70. And she posted a bikini picture the other day. And I was just like, you go, girl. I am just so thrilled that she has, her daughter is a beach body coach. And she, a couple years ago, was going to, I think it was like a 50th reunion or something from high school. So that would put her over 70, I guess, or close. And. She wanted to lose a lot of weight and get back in shape, so she started doing the beach body stuff with her daughter. But, you know, to see her in a bikini and posting, and it wasn't the front. It was the back. So, you know, the backs of the legs, the back side, her, you know, everything. I was just like, that is so awesome that she made time for herself. Now, she's a nurse, so she totally gets the health as well. But I think we all need to remember that, too, and make it a priority, because without our health, we can't help others. We can't run our business. And I've even, one of those things I've had to, I've been a big diet Pepsi drinker and Coke Zero I've even had, I still drink a few diet sodas, but I've really had to make a shift even to drinking regular soda because of what the chemicals, the aspartame and the other ingredients in diet sodas, what they do to your brain and Alzheimer's and dementia. So I have really had to say, you know, as much as I like having the zero calories, I need to retrain my thinking. And I had some students who are, they're just hooked on root beer because it's caffeine-free late at night when we're in class and they want a soda. And I kind of switched, too, from the diet to the regular. But being aware of the calories, the harmful chemicals in the diet foods, and almost, you know, just really doing it right. You know, I like the HCG, but it's it, It's expensive. And it's like, you know, can't I really just zip my lip and slap my hands and exercise? My daughter's doing the Atkins. I, she started it last week. I haven't checked in to see how she's doing. I know I lasted on that diet like three days. And by the third day, I had such a headache. I thought I was going to just go out of my mind. So focus on your health. Focus on your health. Make that one of them if it's not something... You're already doing a game, so. All right, I've done all the talking. This this next couple weeks, work on your playability, your winability, and your masterability. Pick a couple games, one, two, maybe three, no more than three, or it's just going to overwhelm you, and you'll do nothing. But then we'll just keep taking this further over the next month or two. Any questions, comments, feedback? Open it up, what you got? Nobody's talking. And in your weekly reports, let me know what game you're gonna play so I can help you play it better. If you're not doing your reports, try to get back doing your reports, because they really do help me. I love seeing that um, some of you have already surpassed last year with contracts. I think that's fabulous. You're already... Look at your goals from last year, where you were, your sales numbers. Really make some time this week. And, Judy, that might be something you take a notepad with you and, um, you know, tablet of paper and... You really start sketching out the next six months and a plan of how you're gonna get there. Go back to some of the retreat workbooks that you've got from when we did the retreat. Maybe look at your marketing plan for the fourth quarter while you're away. Those types of things. Melissa says, weekly reports help me keep track and see accomplishments I might glaze over throughout the week. Exactly, I think the I like the duh, weekly reports because Sometimes we just miss what we've done, and it truly is an accomplishment because there was so much other stuff going on that even something tiny could still be a wow because it was just a week from hell or something. Judy says, I need to get back to them because that is the truth. We miss the accomplishments. We do. If you don't write it down, it's kind of, you know, I do the gratitude jar I don't know if any of you others are doing that. I have a client that's doing it, and um, when you sit down every day, just grab a big old pickle jar, mason jar, a big bowl. You don't have to do anything fancy. Every day write down one thing you're grateful for. You will be amazed that when you sit down to write one, you come up with three, four, five things, even on a crappy day, that really you have to be grateful for. I love the gratitude jar. I got one here sitting, I didn't put it in the jar and it was way back in May 16th and it was just starting a new training program. I was grateful that I was allowed to be in that training program or invited to be in it. So that was important. Would I think about it now? No. But back then it was neat and it's neat to see that, um, to go back and look at those. When you're having a really bad day, you just sit down with the whole gratitude jar and read all of them and realize you really are blessed. And here's another one I had. I was. This was on the 17th and... God is good. I had made a phone call for something and it worked out exactly like I needed it to work out. So gratitude jar is really good. The weekly report, again, really helps you see and pick up trends because, again, if there's something you don't like to do and it's showing up in your report, then you know that's something you need to delegate. Melissa says, you also know what pulls us, also, yes, also to know what pulls us away from our play. Yes, so, you know, I know from reading some reports, it's late-paying clients. It's those clients that don't pay on time. They keep you from playing your best game. When they don't pay, you can't do marketing, you can't pay for certain things and it just is infuriating. It zaps your energy, your self-esteem. So as you go back to those reports, look for trends. How many times was I complaining about my late paying clients? Well, it's time to implement some new procedures or new strategies or find a new fishing pond and fire that client. So the reports are good. And again, the purpose of this, are you playing to win, or are you playing to lose, is really we're gonna work on, you know, we, we tend to just keep going and doing, you no, know, you're gonna sit down and refocus and look at maybe some things that you want to perfect so you can play a winning game and have more fun back in your business. Any other thoughts or comments? We're coming up on the hour. Our next session will be on the 20th. And it's not too soon to already be thinking about 4th of July specials, um, media releases, announcing business hours, all those things. Because, again, before you know it, July will be here. or start thinking about your holiday specials, holidays, new programs you wanna offer. Take a look at your website, does it still serve you well? All those fun things. Make it fun. So this is your homework for the next couple weeks is working on developing your playability, which again is shifting your language from work to play, turning any interaction into a game that is fun and worthy of your time, develop your win ability, evaluate and change your environment so you can win. I think attitude and environment are key. And then developing your master ability, pursue mastery, focus on the big game, not just one objective, but what, you know, is needed to win. And then next time we'll be looking at developing your enjoyability, feedback ability, and learnability. There are just some things that we're not good at, but um, doesn't mean we can't win. And we can't play a winning game. we just be learning strategies. So I encourage you to work on your homework. And focus on having fun. Seeing things through a different lens. Instead of a work, I'm going off to work, I'm headed out to play. fun with everybody's goals for the week judy i know you're taking off go with see family take care of things for a while melissa's going to be out well both of you are going to be out of the office for a while so have fun with that i'm looking at my calendar this week is um national business etiquette week I think everybody can have something. And then, well, actually, which goes along with this, next Thursday is recess at work day, which I'll be having lots of fun that day. I've got three one-on-one clients that afternoon and night. Lots of good stuff. we even got, got Father's Day coming up, but make sure you're making time for um, self-care too. Lots of, you know, festivals and things going on that you want to be able to um, get out and enjoy. Don't be stuck to your desk all the time either. Anything else before we wrap it up today? Have fun with your game plan. So, everyone, have a great week. Send me your weekly reports, and I will be talking to you over in the group, Facebook group. All righty, everyone. Have a great afternoon. Bye.